You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're a 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast coming at you twice a week on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Please download, rate, subscribe specifically on the Odyssey app. Of course, wherever you download your podcast from is much appreciated. Uh, we got some updates finally, Mark, from OTAs. I know as we're recording on Monday, those listening on Tuesday, the first day will officially be underway. Uh, but we are in the thick of the summer off-season workout program for the 49ers officially. We got some loose ends and some miscellaneous stuff that's kind of cool to clean up and of course we'll start with the quarterback <laughs> position but mark randy evan giddings with you as always before we get to that mark how you doing i'm doing well evan yeah looking forward to get seeing some guys out there not in pads and you know you won't see anyone hit anyone else this week but it's just excited to see a bunch of guys big name stars out there getting ready for the season otas is, is always a fun time of the year now it is optional at this stage, uh, you won't see Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa never comes to OTAs. Doesn't mean he's not working out. He is always working out. You won't see Nick Bosa, but uh, you'll see a, a lot of really, really good players down there in Santa Clara. So I'm looking forward to this week. We'll hear from Kyle Shanahan, from other members of the team this week. We'll talk about that in our next episode. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm doing well. How are you today, Evan? I'm good. Look, I, I cannot complain. It is not officially, of course, nearing football season, but it tends to feel that way as we get yeah. so close. And uh, obviously, there's there's still a lot to discuss with the 49ers. There's always, of course, stuff that's interesting looking around the league, which, of course, will break down us more so from an NFC West, West perspective. But we'll get into everything NFL uh, throughout this summer. But with the 49ers, the place that, of course, we got to start, Mark, is with uh, Trey Lance. Because uh, Matt Bears of The Athletic wrote about him late last week and the fact that, you know, not only, of course, all eyes are on him, uh, but it does appear like he has, you know, taken that um, and the expectations that are going to be sort of thrust upon him, whether he likes it or not. And he's taken it. He's worked on his his throwing motion. We talked about, you know, throughout the offseason, Jeff Christensen, uh, went down and worked with with Trey Lance. And according to Barrows, he seems to be remarkably improved, or at least according to Christensen. And so now we're going to officially get to see that in OTAs and, and on. Um, but I'll, I'll throw it to you first. What did you kind of make about Lance's mechanics being uh, substantially improved, so to speak? Uh, well, that's the word, substantial. And if you're watching along on YouTube, you can see there on the bottom, uh, that, that was the word that Matt Barrows used. That was the word that Christensen, his quarterback coach, used, his private quarterback coach used. Um, and, you know, they said that his issues, Lance's issues with his throwing motion, 
initially were, quote, substantial. Um, Christensen said it usually takes him a day to diagnose what's wrong with the quarterback's delivery. But with Lance, Barrows writes, it took four days. But once he figured out the root cause, there was steady progress. So certainly it seems good news that the 49ers or Trey Lance and the 49ers uh, should have a quarterback here that has a uh, a better delivery of the football. That certainly sounds promising. Um, but to hear that uh, your private quarterback coach, your private coach, uh, called issues with your delivery substantial, and the fact that it took four days to diagnose all of those issues and figure out exactly what needs to be cleaned up, that's a little troublesome for me. And I mean, I guess you can understand it. Again, we've spent so much time talking about how inexperienced this kid Trey Lance is. Um, but that word, substantial issues with his throwing motion, Evan, that scares me. I, I'm not quite sure how to react to that. No, and, and unfortunately, whether it's fair or foul, it kind of aligns with the narrative that he had not been properly developed. And I know Kyle Shanahan has been a quarterback whisperer, and he has gotten consistent production from every single one of his starting quarterbacks. The knock on him throughout his entire career really has been that he hasn't been able to groom or draft and develop a quarterback. Kirk Cousins is probably the best example of that. But each and every guy that he's had um, has primarily been already you know, completed. And Trey Lance was supposed to be the first year specifically in San Francisco that he was able to groom. And the fact that after two seasons, granted one of which was cut short, uh, but after two seasons of having this guy going through an entire offseason program, and of course, in addition to the draft process in which you have a chance to go see this guy or at least look at him on tape, have a chance to go out to his combine, scouting day, all the rest, and you didn't identify these things that Jeff Christensen did within four days, um, that's a bit of a red flag, Mark. And look, I, I know that all of this is also upon Trey Lance to be able to make some you know, internal adjustments. And uh, clearly, you know, by the 55 roughly completion percentage that he had through those four games, even if one of which is a monsoon, uh, you know, should, should raise some eyebrows. It is kind of along the lines of what we've been thinking. Like Christensen is saying, basically this, there was a lot of work that needed to be done with this kid. We felt like we got it done and yeah, but how come the 49ers couldn't have done that for the last two plus seasons? Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. I think this is, this feels like something to me that happened as a result of his relative lack of experience. And yeah, the 49ers had him basically healthy for his entire rookie year. Although his first spot start for Jimmy Garoppolo, he came in and, and injured his hand. And that certainly affects your throwing motion. And then, of course, we know we know what happened this most recent season when he when he broke his ankle. Um, but I think this is something where he was never the most polished quarterback like in that draft class you were selecting one of the raw guys and it's just the case when first of all you draft a guy that didn't play for you know multiple I mean he had a couple of years as a starter at, at North Dakota State but uh, it's not like he was a three-year starter at a division one F FBS level he's playing at the FCS level which again there's certainly good competition there but he came into the NFL 
with probably an underdeveloped throwing motion, not complete. You know, he didn't come in, you know, as a, a Trevor Lawrence who, you know, by all accounts looks already like a, a polished NFL quarterback. And he did when he was at Clemson. Um, and then you just have kind of his haphazard career at the NFL up to this point. Um, certainly I'm, I'm sure that the, the throwing mechanics, the, the issues with those mechanics weren't something the 49ers didn't notice. It's just been such a strange trip that they probably haven't been able to really nail it down, but it's good that it's happening now. Um, the other thing that stood out to me from Matt Barris's piece on the athletic, again, talking about uh, Christensen, uh, Trey Lance's private quarterback coach. Um, he said, Christensen did that Lance reminds him of his most well-known client, Patrick Mahomes, in terms of his competitiveness and demeanor. Uh, interesting uh, there from his quarterback coach, Christensen, that, that he thinks that of Trey Lance. My only thought at this point is, again, with OTAs coming up, will we see an improved throwing delivery? And will he even get a chance? Uh, because it, it almost seems like that might not happen for the 49ers this year. But um, I, I thought that this was a really eye-opening piece of information that Matt Barrows delivered on The Athletic from, you know, Trey Lance's private coach, Christensen. And he, he was obviously uh, complimentary of his guy. Of course, he's not going to, you know, say anything bad about, about a guy that he works with that is his client. Um, but the fact that he was willing to compare him at all in, in any shape or form that the Patrick Mahomes also stood out to me. Uh, well, Trey Lance also worked out with Patrick Mahomes and he they, had him literally together. stand behind him and look at him throw and say, yeah. I imagine, hey, this is what Patrick does. This is exactly <laughs> what you should try to do. And I'm sure there's a lot of that physical type of teaching and learning going on when you're trying to make substantial changes to a guy's mechanics. Uh, before I let the the other part go, I'm willing, Mark, to say that Kyle Shanahan perhaps is not the one that's, you know, at the the biggest end of of the the culpability, you know, line for Trey Lance not developing. But Kyle Shanahan is also the one that hires the quarterback coaches, which are the ones that are supposed to help a guy develop. So when I'm looking at Rich Scandarello in 2021, the quarterbacks coach who was also there in 2017 and 2018 and had primarily worked with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm looking at him and I'm wondering what went wrong. I'm also wondering why Kyle Shanahan this past season, when you need to ideally develop a new, fresh, young quarterback, why your selection for your quarterback's coach is a guy who has no experience in Brian Greasy. Now, Brian Greasy did, I think, a really good job at handling some of the, um, you know, the professional aspects of being a quarterback, how to deal with the media, how to carry yourself, how to, um, I don't know, I mean, just be a quarterback in the National Football League. But in terms of development, uh, he doesn't exactly have a big background in that area. And clearly there wasn't a lot of gains made by Trey Lance, even prior to his point of getting hurt. Uh, so while Kyle Shanahan, yes, might not be involved with teaching Trey Lance a, a five-step drop or a three-step drop or how to complete a you know a short pass at a requisite percentage, um, he's also the guy that puts the people in position that are supposed to be doing that, and they clearly haven't. Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, 
just to go a little bit more, uh, I guess, in depth of what I was what I was talking about earlier, I I think there really is something to be said for all of the stops and starts that Trey Lance has had to deal with in his short career. Um, he broke his right index finger in the 49ers preseason finale in 2021. Um, that was his rookie year. Uh, and, you know, you, you go into that season not expecting to play a ton, of course. But remember, he got that spot start early in the year in Arizona where it seemed like Kyle Shanahan was just running him into the ground. And he suffered another minor injury there with a broken right index finger that we, we talked about maybe a month ago uh, that never really fully healed or didn't heal correctly. And and now is the time where it's finally back to normal and he can grip a football like normal. Again, these sorts of things that have impacted every step of his career. And it's not even to mention the season ending terrible broken ankle, which doesn't necessarily affect the, the throwing motion, just the arm itself, but obviously has a big impact on the work you're able to do. And if you're able to see any improvement in, in his ball and the way it comes out of his hands when he's fully striding and all of that, there's been so much going on around Trey Lance that has through no fault of his own, just limited his ability to see if there's been progress. We haven't really had that chance until now when Trey Lance has said, Kyle Shanahan has said about Trey Lance since they started their offseason program, you know, last month, he's had no soreness. He hasn't had the arm fatigue. He's been able to, you know, use his feet and and set up his base and, and get a much stronger, better base, deliver the ball better. There was the big story when he was working out with Patrick Mahomes that he's throwing tighter spirals now. And I will really have a, a, a better look at it in OTAs coming up this week. Um, but I, I do think we're finally at a point now in Trey Lance's career where he seems fully healthy. And now is when we can see if the 49ers, if everyone that Trey Lance is working with has done all the requisite steps to get him at the spot where they want him to be. Because I think at this point, there's no more room for excuses if you want to call them that. I could see, you know, some of those excuses in past years because just simply of injuries. But there's there's no room for that anymore. Well, it doesn't necessarily sound like you believe he's going to get a chance to prove if those requisite steps are taken. So, I don't know. We only have to judge what we've seen so far, which is the fact that he's not ready. Yep. And that that really is the bottom line for me. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that Trey Lance has made strides. I, I'm sure he's a better version of himself. He's obviously 100%. Um, but but Kyle Shanahan, I, I, I mean, I, I hate to break it to, to fans or to you or to whoever is listening out there, Mark. Uh, if, if Trey Lance doesn't turn out to get an opportunity or doesn't turn out to play and he just kind of goes by the wayside, whether that's a coaching decision or not, um, I, I am going to look at that as a developmental failure because they have not been able to get anything at this point worth much out of the number three overall pick. And that and that's simply a fact. No, a hundred percent a fact. And the the outcomes are either Trey Lance simply isn't good, or you misdiagnosed him and he is good, but you don't believe in him. Either way, you share a gigantic portion of the blame because on the first option where he's simply not good, 
guess what? You picked, identified, failed to develop the guy. And then in the second option, maybe even worse, uh, you potentially picked the right guy, but gave up on him too early. So either way that this turns out for the 49ers in, in those two outcomes, there is an outcome where they give him a chance and he plays well. But in those two outcomes, which seem to be the heavy favorites, a lot of blame, you know, at, on the 49ers feet for sure. 